You are listening to Grit and Grace, where I'm sharing my entrepreneurial journey with you and bringing stories to you of the most amazing women that are crushing it in business and in life. My name is Tomberly, and I'm a social impact entrepreneur, where I help businesses grow their community impact and their bottom line through their partnerships with nonprofit organizations. I'm also the founder of Tomberly's Tribe, a brand new group of female experts that from all different fields are helping women grow to their highest level of potential. Join us on this journey by downloading the Himalaya app, which is free, and follow us so we can keep you up to date on all of the new shows that are coming out. Welcome to my show. You're listening to another episode of Grit and Grace, where I am super excited to, again, be featuring some amazing women. And these women have come together to create something that is so unique and spectacular that you guys are going to be absolutely wowed. And I'm going to start with Barbara Brooks, which many of you may already know, because I know that a lot of my listeners are in tune with the social media entrepreneur sector endeavor, and she's chuckling already. So let's just welcome her, Barbara. <laughs> welcome to the show. Hello. Hello. Uh, thanks for joining us. And we also have Lupe Hurt, and your full name is Guadalupe. Yes. It's good if we call you Lupe? Absolutely. Excellent. Um, So I was going to go ahead and introduce you, but I'm going to let you guys introduce yourself because of that little chuckle. (laughs) Good job, Um, Barb. (laughs) One thing that I want our listeners to know is that you guys have been on a mission to change the landscape on how women at a certain age are able to develop and grow their dreams. Yes. Right? And I remember the first time that we met, actually, I think it was at Rise Collaborative, and it was. It was at Rise Collaborative. It was in the kitchen. Right. It was in the kitchen. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. And we were, I mean, we were kind of talking about this idea of how difficult it was after a certain age when you started like applying for jobs. Yes. And I will tell you that since then until now, I have had more conversations with women over the age of 40 who feel like they are facing ageism. Um, wow. and, I, and I feel like that's young. Like that's It young. is young. It's it starts young. way before 40. It actually starts at 35, if you can believe that. We won't be talking about that, but even still, it starts very, very mm-hmm. young. And the, the funny thing is, Taverly, I actually saw you and was a part of a panel. You were a part of a panel, and I was in the audience oh. at the Commons on Champa last November. Oh, yeah. For a women's event, International Women's Day. Or I think it was Women's Entrepreneurship Day. That's it. That's it. I just, I looked at you and I was like, that girl is a badass. (laughs) (laughs) I was, and so it was really funny that we got a chance to really have a conversation. Uh, months, months, months later. Mm. And that was actually after our first event, even, that I met you. It was. Yes, yes, yes. yes. Um, it was at their opening. Yes, yeah. yeah, yeah. It was, there's all kinds of exciting things happening at Rise, and I won oh, their I won their Woman on the Rise Award, so oh. I was there for a chunk of time, and it's really, it's a, such an amazing space, but for me, I work in digital spaces, so I mm-hmm. really can work anywhere. Yes. Mm-hmm. So I'm not there all the time, but right. I really love it when I'm there, because you get to connect with so many amazing yeah. women. Amazing women, yeah. yeah. Stacey Tobin, the, the founder, has yeah. really done an amazing, really wonderful job pulling a wonderful collection of women together under one roof with all different kinds of uh, industries and brands and all of that. So yes, yeah, so I'm glad we got to great. meet. Well, I'm really glad to have you guys on the show because we have lots to talk about today. Fuck you. Um, and not, I mean, most importantly, we want people to know that we have a really exciting event coming up, which is the Biz Life Con, yes. which is a part of Second Act Women. It is. Mm-hmm. And I'm super excited because we're going to be on site recording podcasts yes. there, which means we're going to get lots of videos <laughs> and pictures. So excited to have you. It's but at I, Microsoft. Denver I know. That's exciting. It is. And you know what's interesting is that when we were first launching this idea of even 
crafting an event for women over 40 and 50, we were so, in my opinion, blessed to have Microsoft as a partner. I mean, it was just amazing and beautiful at the same time and really, quite frankly, humbling to have Microsoft, this global brand, really understand locally who we were and what we were trying to do and and communicate um, and bring to really the Colorado for the first time and as we found out, the nation first time as as a first, and that is to focus on the women over forty and fifty who is experiencing ageism, whether it's um, on the job or in culture. Um, it's really a sad case of what we're going through right now. I, I'm curious to know. I want to go back a few steps and ask, how did you guys discover that this is a problem? And I'll start with you, Lupe. So, and I'm going to call your names out just so our listeners know who is who, although sure. that because of Barbara's booming voice, <laughs> it's going to be easy to know. But um, for those that haven't met you, I, I would yeah. like to hear from you. Like, how did you know that this was an issue? You know, so I got to give props to my partner, um, you know, AKA work wife, because I think she had, <laughs> by the way, we're going to laugh a lot. So just <laughs> be prepared. Are. This is how we roll. Be she, she had this idea and she saw this firsthand several years ago and wanting to create something for this age group and for women. Well, even for women in general, um, it wasn't even age specific, but then I think what ended up happening is, um, through time, both she and I ended up, um, going through our freelance world, our entrepreneur world. And we wanted to go back into corporate. And for me specifically, just this February, um, I went from a five-year passion project thinking that that was my forever project to um, recognizing that it wasn't and that Mm. I needed to walk away from it. And um, I personally went through, um, I don't know, sending 40, 50-plus resumes out in the course of several months, trying to get back into the corporate America, thinking, hey, I've got 20-some-odd years of experience. I've started my own multiple businesses on my own. I'm a shoo-in. And um, kept getting the secret code, coded language back of thank you, not a cultural fit or too much experience. Really? Actually, you were told and not a cultural fit? In certain in, in emails, yep, that we got. Yeah. Mm. And so it was an interesting kind of just experience to recognize that all of a sudden my experience was too much. And I was being penalized without me knowing that that was happening. And so I then started to see and jump on Barb's. Um, bandwagon because I said, you know what, there is something going on here. And I think we go through life sometimes not aware of certain things until we wear the lens and we walk in the shoes. And as she and I kind of went through this journey together and we started to talk to more women about their own encounters and experiences with ageism and, and started to kind of decipher those, those instances, we started to recognize this is a problem. And it's, it's not just a small problem. Like this is a, um, a, a top down, bottom-up level issue that a lot of companies and a lot of people are facing. So let's start with this. Let's start with the problem itself, because I saw um, an article on LinkedIn yesterday that was published around how we are not looking at, you know, the various ages when companies are addressing how they want to balance out, you know, the demographics of mm-hmm. who represents their employees. It's called intergenerational. Right. Staffs, so, and it's, right. and it's not, and it's actually not being included at all. And right. I, I have to wonder if part of the reason why your, like in your case, Lupe, all of this experience you had and this wealth of knowledge that you have makes you a true expert in your field mm-hmm. where businesses think that they can't pay you, or they'd rather go pay somebody who's way less experienced because it's going to impact their mm-hmm. bottom line. I mean, do you think that it boils down to dollars in some instances? Well, I think it's a little bit of both. I think it's dollars. I think it's also our um, 
our own challenges with um, working in intergenerational um, environments where, you know, sometimes we are seen as a threat mm-hmm. because we've got too much experience. And sometimes we have issues or um, vice versa with working with millennials and Gen Zs. Like they, we are oftentimes pitted against different generations. And it's this idea that I think we need to unlock each other's values and the wealth of knowledge that each of us bring. Because I can still learn from a lot of Gen Zs and millennials but I think we're not given the opportunity. And I think a lot of us are are, are discounted by age. Um, and yes, money has to do with it, but companies sometimes don't even take the time to even ask, hey, why are you applying for this? They assume, and they should start assuming, yeah. in my opinion. Yeah, I think that's a really great point. And the other thing is, I had a conversation with a couple of different businesses in the last year um, that focused on this idea that their marketing and social media teams were top notch because they hired the young people. Oh, yeah. Lord. And and I I had this really interesting response because the first time someone said that I'm like yeah that makes sense you know I've got teenage kids they're really good you know at social media and right. tech but do they but need the, strategy but I but I also feel like. You know what they're lacking, though, is the ability to connect with another human. That's right. Absolutely. And so when you're looking at an internal culture of a company, and I mean, there's skills in both areas and they all matter, right. but I do think that that ability to communicate with others and forge relationships is so important. And yes. that can get lost in seeking that younger generation that just has good top tech skills. Right. You know that, I mean, they both matter. There's places for both. Absolutely. But then, and then, you know, and going back to the bottom line, the proof has been... It's been proven, actually, that companies can save money and or increase the bottom line by hiring and having an intergenerational team versus simply hiring um, someone who is 10, 15, 20 years younger to do the job that, yes, you're going to pay less for, but guess what? You're not getting the talent or the experience. So then either either the employer gets frustrated and lets that person go. Now you're hiring someone else. Yeah. Now that's time, money, HR, that they're spending on hiring another person to fill. So why not hire someone who can accurately do the job, who's been trained to do the job, no matter the level? And you know, going, you were just talking about um, the, uh, what was it that you just said a moment ago? I about a, about the younger generation having the social media yeah, knowledge and experience. My my question is, and this doesn't matter about the age per se, but what is, who is their target audience? You know what I mean? If their audience is a 35-year-old millennial, and yes, millennials, we have to remember doctors and lawyers these days. They're not the 18-year-olds that everybody conjures up in their minds. If it's a 35-year-old and you're hiring a 25-year-old, do they really know how to market to that person and talk to them and, as you said, engage with them? Mm -hmm. Why not hire someone who knows how to speak to that person, has the strategy, know-how, and also is living that? So from a marketing and business standpoint, that makes no sense to me if they're just hiring someone because they know how to work the internet or they're digital natives. doesn't matter. Well, and if you think about all of the different ways in which women are stepping forward now in, uh, I mean, our, our, let's just face it, you know, our, our country is shifting. You know, we are leading the voice of what women want. We want more, we want equal rights. We want the opportunity to have our voice be heard, which we just talked about before we started, Mm -hmm. you know, recording. (laughs) Um, These are all really important things, but now we're also talking about an issue that hasn't really been addressed in ways it needs to be addressed, which is that we are living longer. Women are embracing who they are and, and maybe coming out of motherhood or 
you know, lesser years of experience and are still here, like working and developing. I mean, yes. I'm 45. I started my company over the age of 40. For the first time, I became an entrepreneur over the age of 40. Same. And, and I'm the, with you. Right? And the I was thing 40, is, 44, I think. Or, yeah. I could not have done this 10 years ago. Right. I mean, what I know now is a, worth a thousand times what I would have known. A thousand then. times. And yeah. that's what being an entrepreneur sh- actually does to you too, mm. is the amount of knowledge that we're, we have access to and actually because we're training ourselves to do certain things. I mean, we were talking as you were setting up the equipment. I said, look at you, you're, you're your own AV. Yeah. You know, <laughs> would we have known this when we were in corporate and we right. had marketing assistants yeah. and things? Right. We learn so, what so we so don't we know. We would have walked right into yes. it already. Yes. So um, it's, it's really interesting about, you know, this whole uh, dichotomy of, of, ageism and what's happening today. And the fact is going back to what you said about, um, women and men, how we still have, you know, at 45, we're ready to, you know, we're, we're starting over or we're, we're starting up or whatever, maybe pivoting, switching careers. What gets me in, Oh, what really gets me is the fact that society and culture and the 72% of white males that are heading up corporations forget that not only do we have the experience and the know-how and the training and all of that, we still have half of our lives left. Why are we suddenly at 45, 50, and I'm 53, being pushed to the side just because of my number? Really? When I need to pay bills, you need to pay bills. You want to, you want to have new experiences in life. Why are we being pushed away when really it's just midlife? Literally think about that term. It's just midlife. That's it. So what we're supposed to just crawl under our beds or our covers and, and live the next 40 years. And by the way, we are living longer than men. Sorry, men. (laughs) But I mean, it's frustrating to think that really we have half of our lives left. We have more of our lives left ahead than some have behind them. Mm. Why are we being penalized because of a number? Word. Yeah, you know, and I think that is where, you know, organizations like ours are really championing to break down those cultural biases and um, turn those into opportunities for companies and for people and for women and men alike that are over 40. Like. When did it become social, you know, norm that over 40, you, you're past your prime. Right. Like, or that we need walking I, I, well, I should get that memo. But actually, you know, you know what, if, if we, if we, if we really think about it, you know, this is, this is generations and generations of bias that In we're dealing with. Absolutely. Right. I mean, we're, we're dealing with history, right? We're yes. not dealing with yes. reality. That's the problem. We're looking at this older model of where women primarily stayed home. And when their kids went off to college or left mm-hmm. the home, there was this sort of empty nesting thing that happened with women. Whereas now that might still be the case, but women are still working along Absolutely. that right path. It hasn't stopped. Yes. And I, I think that this, that old idea of what it means to be a woman in their forties and fifties, yes. it's, it's just now it's just so different. And, and the business world has not caught up to that. It yeah. has not. I always think about, I was showing Lupe. So I'm a big Saturday night live fan. Um, TV show, and I was I was showing her a couple of weeks ago the um, the bit with Molly Shannon. I'm fifty, <laughs> and she's got her pants pulled up to underneath oh her boobs, gosh, you know, yeah. and she's 
kicking her leg out. She's got a bad wig on. And that's what they thought 50-year-olds were supposed to be. Right. That was just 10 years ago when that skit was one of the main skits on SNL. We are so different. We're sexy. We're cool. We're adventurous. I have friends that are freaking climbing. Uh, what's the mountain that everybody wants to climb when you're the one in India or wherever it is, yeah. the big one? Yeah. Mount Everest. Yeah. I mean, hello. We are, yeah. we are living it and doing it. Now, where Second Act Women comes in and the community, so not just Lupe and I and yourself, but now we are, we're the voice, right? And as many women as we can have join this force that we're creating, this movement we're creating, the better it is in the future for those that, you know, five, 10, 15 Mm. years down the line will be looking back going, you know, there'll be 65 still doing their, you know, still starting over and starting up and, you know, it's so it's, we're, we're just trying to pave the way and say, look at us, please, because we have a life to live. Yeah. So Barbara, let me ask you, I, you're, you guys have built this up. You come, you both come from corporate backgrounds and you yeah. both have also had your own businesses as well. So you, you've been in corporate, you've been entrepreneurs yes. and you launched this new company, which is bloom, bloom, yes, bloom, bloom co. co. Yeah. Um, and you know, what is your goal with Second Act Women, which is a part of Bloom Co.? Yes. I mean, what ultimately, whatever events you have or whatever trainings you do, tell me what is the end goal? What's your dream? So, a dr- you know, the big end goal, which is way out there, is that we erase and eradicate ageism, right? That's going to take years. I mean, racism is still around. A lot of the isms are still around, right? But it has to start somewhere. So our end goal, at least for now, over the next three, four, five years, is to get as many women a part of this community to drive this message that we are, we are still here, hire us. We want, we, uh, it's actually multiple. So we want to be hired. We want to be promoted. We want to be, we want uh, VCs, if we're starting up to take a look at us and, and give us the funding that we deserve versus them, our male counterparts. And you're talking the community, so, uh, us is the community of women over 40 and 50. Community of women over yeah. 40 and 50. And we make sure by the way, and it sounds silly, but we make sure that we say 40 and 50 because we had at our first event, some women who were even in their sixties who said, um, they felt like just because we said 40, they didn't, they didn't belong. So we added as a psych, as the, as the, psychology side of things, 50s, so that you feel like, and you know that you're a belong. But, but again, so overall it's to help take the ism of race, uh, pardon me, of ageism or racism and, start, and racism let's, let's, let's not you know, as, a, as a black, yeah. we are double minorities, Lupe and I, um, but is to just get the companies ourselves because we hold ourselves back. We, as women and men, we are our biggest enemies sometimes. We listen to that negative whisper that's talking to us saying we can't, when in actuality we can. So it's, it's, there's so much. Yeah. You know, this is new for us. It's only a year. Yeah. Yeah. We, we do have a business plan. We have a future, um, uh, goals and objectives and strategies it's just, it's multifaceted because it's you're big. <laughs> yeah. Because you're talking a lot of what you're talking about is going to boil down to public awareness and it's I public awareness and I can, starts first. Right. And I can relate to that in, you know, I do a lot of work with nonprofits, right. As a social impact entrepreneur, I work with nonprofits and businesses and help them na- navigate partnerships that truly creates community impact. 
And in a lot of cases that comes down to advocacy because it's, you know, we can stay in our niche and we can, you know, for example, we could stay in amongst the groups of women that are 40 and over 40 and 50 and give them empowering messages and confidence and the tools to take it to the next level. That is one piece. Right. But there's a whole bigger piece, which is the general public out there that we also want to hear the message. So you're, you're speaking about that public awareness and advocacy. You're absolutely right. It's the public. It's um, it's corporations later da- later down the line. Those seventy two percent of white males that are heading up um, the you know Fortune five hundred companies. It's getting them to take a look at us and hire us and have it so that there are more of us E level C level executives. Um, and uh, and again, just in the startup world, just helping, you know, 1,821 businesses a day are started by women over 40 in the United States. And so funding is big issue. So it's multifaceted, but first and foremost is public awareness. And it starts with the community of women over 40 and 50. Right. Which we're, who we're talking to, right? I mean, I would say a good large majority of our listeners are women. Um, Mm -hmm. but we did pull some stats from earlier this year and 40% of our listeners at that period of time were men. You know, what's interesting. They support it is, but they also think absolutely. They also think they want to learn, because yeah. the thing yes. is, is that we are. It's one thing to present the problem. We can present the problem. We can present the problem that women have in a lot of ways. But who's presenting the solution? Right. Right. right? And I, I think who's that in that's, the boardroom. Right. This is us. We have this. We have this ability to really good ability to use our voice, and and I don't complain is not the right word, but yeah, like be yeah. loud. Right. What, what our issues are. But are we coming to the table with a solution? And I think that that's what I like the most about what you guys are doing is that you are able to provide women with the tools and yes. technical support and also the outside companies that are looking in to mm-hmm. see, okay, how do we really truly embrace diversity in our workplace? Because age is a part of understanding diversity in your workplace. So I love that you guys are able to not only deal with the core of us that need, yes. that need the issue, the, the help, but also that general public piece. Well, thank um, you. You're welcome. <laughs> so, Lupe, let me ask you. Um, so, you guys had your first event last year, which is the Biz Life Con. We had it actually just in April of this. Oh my year. gosh, it was this year. Feels yeah. like it was last year. Literally <laughs> six months after we decided we're we're we're, we're back at it play. again. <laughs> yeah, I I I forgot that was just this year. Yeah, I was can there. You it, it was wonderful. You were there. Yeah, yeah, I was there. Yeah, was yeah you're in our video. Yeah, <laughs> am I? <laughs> I remember yes. I brought a Grit, Grace, and Glory box with me for Mia, Mia oh, Boss, cool. who was there, right? I was delivering yes, her a love box. But um, yeah, it was it was a really, really good event. And one thing that I really liked was that a lot of us were looking around like, oh, hello. Oh, hello. <laughs> yes. Like there was this immediate camaraderie. Um, like family, like a it sense was, of family, it right? It was amazing. So tell yeah. me, Lupe, what, was the, what did you take the most from that first event? Where did you, where do you feel your most impact was? Oh my gosh, where to start is really, I mean, you know, um, Barb and I, we always count our blessings, um, always humbled and inspired by the women that come together. And I think to your point earlier about, you know, this we, it is amazing what we are able to create in a room when we break down like the biases and we, we create a safe space. Like, it's just beautiful to see these women open up and want to connect with other women. And I think what we saw in the April event was an opportunity to create a safe space where women came, they they felt seen, they felt heard, they felt supported. And they then, like you were saying earlier, they're like, oh my gosh, there's other women like me around here that I could connect with and I can, you know, partner with. And so I think what's beautiful about our movement is, is that we're all inclusive um, and we are 
in it together because we're walking in their shoes and we're growing and we're learning. And so it's an op- opportunity for us to be very adaptable and listen to our community and be responsive. And so I, I was just enamored by, I think, the energy and the camaraderie yeah. that that just blossomed throughout the course mm. of the day. I mean, from our speakers to the presenters to even the staff at the hotel yeah. commending us for what they were hearing um, as they were supporting us throughout the day. It, we've got something. Mm-hmm. And I think if we, you know, if we can... Um, if we can change one life, two lives, three lives and connect women, like we're doing our job. So yeah. at the end of the day, that's all we want to do is create an opportunity for these women to feel um, heard, seen, supported and and loved in the process. Yeah. I remember when we woke up the next morning after she had to hear me snoring all night. I'll just say it. <laughs> This hotel on a budget. Yes, yes, That's right. Hey, we're on a budget. Hey, we all, you know, we she is my work wife. I always say, you know, we're lean. You, you got to be Amen, lean. Got to be lean. We are got to be lean. Yeah. We're not even paying ourselves right now. We have side <laughs> hustles, actually. But um, remember when we woke up and we just we were, and it's really hard to it's really hard to imagine me being speechless because I'm the most talkative of the group. <laughs> I know where you're oh, going we with this. We each other like, oh my goodness, we did it. Yeah. The exactly what you just expressed just now, the camaraderie and the beauty of the community and the women. And wow, we just, we were literally, we, we sat at breakfast yeah. just looking at each other going, <laughs> I think you recorded a, a Facebook live on. the next day. I think you did because I remember yes. watching it and I could feel your whole body watching you oh, go like you, you, oh. you shocked yourself. I did. Yes. You were like, okay, it, good point. I mean, you literally shocked yourself. Shocked yourself. And, and I was, and I was listening to it and I was like, Oh, that is, that's amazing. First of all, I became your champion. I'm tearing up just thinking about it because it was really, yeah. really for me. And this is what we also want to get across with, with second act women you know, going back to goals and, and what the end result, we, I genuinely, and so does Lupe want women to feel what we're feeling. Mm. And that is to find their purpose. Many times you go through life and in our mid, in my mid forties, and this is probably my third, um, what am I doing when I grow up, you know, thought, but last year when I wasn't being, when I wasn't getting hired and then I just started listening to, um, to women saying what they were saying, experiencing what I was experiencing about the ageism. And then to, to literally say, I'm going to take the fear out of that damn box and throw it away, stomp on it, flush it down the toilet Mm. and just say, I'm doing it with no money to actually go after what I feel was my purpose in life, which was, and the things that I also would love to do, which is creating community, connecting people, um, w- advocate for women, and then creating events for them to enjoy. All of that together came thanks to Lupe and some of my other mentors where I have found my purpose and be able to share what I'm doing with other women and hopefully, God willing, have other women find theirs is mind boggling to me that that's what we're hopefully doing for other women. And that is lighting a fire underneath them and saying, you can girl, you can. Mm-hmm. I so relate. That's what this podcast is for, right? I mean, what you just described is why I do what I do, Barbara. Aww. I like honestly, wholeheartedly you, believe you, it. You both sitting here and having this conversation with me is 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 why I do what I do. Oh. So I get it. You get it. I get it. Yes, I yeah. get it. 
That's awesome. We just want your audience and our women and others to feel this because it's yeah. beautiful, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. I have never been, it's so funny, I was telling someone, I have never been so broke in my life, yet so happy. It's the craziest <laughs> thing. Because, you know, the thing is, is that becoming an, <laughs> becoming an entrepreneur is not ever easy. It's never no. easy. And it's never Even easy. Even finding your passion, it's never right. easy. It's, and once you have that, it's, you know, there are always sacrifices to make. Yes. And I'm going to tell you, I'm going to give you an example. There was a couple of shows, solo shows that I've come onto Grit and Grace and talked about the parts of being an entrepreneur that's been really hard. And one of those are the the issues around what are we willing to sacrifice yes. to get to where we want to go that lights us up, like what lights the fire within us. And, you know, I know that you both know that I lead by intuition. I lead by yes. doing what guides me, but that doesn't mean it's easy. And that doesn't mean I'm not making serious sacrifices. And I have, you know, my relationships have changed. You know, there are people in my life that don't necessarily get what you're doing, why you're yes. doing it or why it lights you up so <laughs> much. Right? Yeah. So things then shift, right? This is, this is, we are not unique in that area, but we are in a place where we have to just sit in that mm -hmm. to acknowledge the fact that yes, chasing your dream and getting lit on fire can burn a little bit. That's right. <laughs> it burns a little That's bit. That's right. And you're, and it gets you're you moving. Right. And it also burns your wallet <laughs> a little bit. Yes. <laughs> or a lot. <laughs> and, Absolutely. And you know, you do what you got to do. You make it work. And you be, do because you're going you? on faith. Yeah. Faith that you know what you're doing right now is making change in a positive yeah. way for so many women. That's where your faith yeah, comes absolutely. from. Absolutely. Yeah. Girl, I just feel like you oh, took me to church. <laughs> <laughs> Amen. Because you are right. Yes. And you know what's interesting? Lupe can tell you she went through the same thing with her passion project that was before this. Um, and at the same time, we it's our second company it. together. Let's yeah, hear so, about it, Lupe. What was the passion project? Because you did say that earlier, <laughs> and I know that you presented on this, but tell our listeners about it. So I was an associate producer and an author on a documentary of, that explored um, the intersectionality of being the child of an immigrant and our kind of dual sense of identity of having a foot in two worlds simultaneously code switching as we go through life. And depending on who we're talking to, you turn on, in my case, you turn on, turn off your Latinoness, depending on who you're talking to. And so how I, everything from how I pronounce things to my mannerisms to um, how I carry myself changes. And um, uh, it came at a time in my life where I was really struggling with who I was, um, not just as a person, but like as a cultural person. Mm. And so that project really helped fill a void in me. And, and that's where I, when I made the comment earlier about, I thought this was my forever project. Um, and then things changed. Um, due to uh, a falling out with the other co-founders, I found myself on the outside and I had to walk away from something that I had poured aimless amount of time, um, put my own family in financial crisis as a result of it. And um, I had to walk away from something that I had helped build and that hurt Mm. And it was hard to come back from that. And that's where I think I said, I'm done with this whole entrepreneur world. <laughs> I need something no to stable. Me. She said, I'm going back to get a J-O-B. <laughs> she sure went for a like, J-O-B. Let me just give 20% of her time. And that was it. I was like, I'm going to get more of that one day. Because I think to your point earlier, though, it, it hurts to be an entrepreneur sometimes. Like what you put yourself in, like emotionally, physically, financially, like check all the boxes. Like it's hard. And coming off of a five-year stint and then, still believe in what, what Barb was doing and now even experience it my first, you know, myself, 
it was hard to say, okay, husband of mine and family of mine, I'm going to now take another non-paying job, <laughs> but I'm going to be totally happy again, you know? And so yeah. uh, it has though, like, that's the weird thing. We laugh about it. I mean, we see the vision and we see the power and the potential of this company because of the fact that we are changing lives and we are resonating with brands like Microsoft and Prudential and like, I mean, Citywide Banks, Citywide Macy's, and just that, came on that board. see Holy what we're doing. So it's not like we're talking on, you know, what we're doing is falling on deaf ears. Right. So it's a matter of time. Um, but I think what's beautiful is when you can create something that taps into your soul, the way that this company does for both of us and, and call it, mm. I guess, a job at the same time, you know, and to be able to then at the near future, make a living off of it. Um, it's like, yeah, right. sign me up. You know, right. I'm willing to take the risk if the outcome is not just, it's bigger than me. And yeah. this, that is, it's bigger than us. And we're, yeah. we see it every single day. And I think that's a blessing. And um, it's what keeps us moving and grooving every morning and, and, and yeah. making an impact. It's beautiful. It's, it's crazy <laughs> when we were sending out information to, um, you know, we're, we're marketers we're marketers and publicists by trade. So yesterday, you know, we're doing our own marketing and PR and we're sending out releases, trying to hopefully get media at the biz life con on November 1st. And I did a, I did an email that sort of recapped all the conversations and those that are coming up in the, in the near future. And as I'm writing that, I'm, I'm going, Oh my goodness. We've literally had meetings with someone who is retiring from HBO senior program person. I don't want to throw out who this person is, but um, the fact that somebody reached out to Lupe on LinkedIn from HBO because they want to know about this movement mission thing that we're doing. We've had someone from Disney who is literally sharing second act women and some news that we'll announce here later um, because we can't announce it and, and well, it's now going to be announced. Um, uh, he's sharing information with women of Disney in a private group on LinkedIn. We we've had conversations now with local Macy's who now wants to help us nationally. Um, it's just, you know, we have meetings with Johnson and Johnson coming up mind body. It's all these things that are coming our way because first of all, first and foremost, we said yes last year to doing something and we believe in our mission and we know that we're on the right path and others are now understanding the power of the women over 40 and 50 and recognizing that there is an issue with women. And so now people and companies and things are coming our way because we said yes and we let go of the fear and they understand the importance of this mission. And it's it, beautiful. And, and on top of that too, I mean, we're offering the solution. We're not just like you were yes, saying earlier, yeah, Tavarly, we're yeah. not just saying there's yeah. a problem, listen to us yeah. and we're going to go sit and we're going to go sit in the corner. Let's do a hashtag. And, and you guys yeah. know that I'm not about that. I'm about solutions. Yeah, exactly. exactly. We want, we want to see the, the results. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's the difference yeah. I think with what we're doing. So, so the minute you push play and you believe in yourself and what you're doing and the company you're building, or even if you're in corporate, you believe in the job that you're doing the yeses will come flooding through the door. The people, the opportunities will come through the door saying, I'm ready. I want to be there with you. I want to support your mis your mission, your company. Yeah. And listen, I believe that there are so many opportunities for you guys to do this and make a living, right? We, 
Mm-hmm. You know, one one thing that we do when we have passion projects is we look at that as a project, not as a paying job. Which makes it a hobby. Which makes it a hobby. <laughs> and this is not a hobby. This is not a hobby. <laughs> so I mean both I'm of learning you that. right. Both of <laughs> right. you are going which why that's that's why your previous work was a passion project, not this, yeah. right? Yeah. That's Agreed. that's the difference. And I, it's I a think hybrid. That it's a hybrid. Yeah. <laughs> because you're filling up your bucket at the same time as you're Absolutely. filling up your bank account. And yeah. it's possible. And the truth is is that we have to feed our families. You know, mm-hmm. there's no you know, I, I like to think about it as I'll, I'll give just talk about this podcast as an example. People ask me all the time, you know, how much revenue do you make from oh your my God, show? We're starting to get that right now. I'm like, you know what? First of all, that's none of your effing business. Right. <laughs> number one. <laughs> number two, it's not the goal. Right? It's not the goal. The and goal. Number three, would you ask a man? Yeah, would you ask for yeah, who would, would ask a man a, that? Who would ask a right, man? Right. And and the answer is yes, I am making um, a financial success in sure, my business as a whole. Um, but this show is a way to share messages of others. And one thing that I talk about the a lot with women that we have on the show is that we need to value ourselves, mm, right? right? You have oh to value gosh. yourself because you know what the thing is, is the value of what you guys are bringing is a thousand times what you're making now, but don't ever let that bar drop. And this, this is me. I guess I'm going into my lecture mode here. No, absolutely. Don't, don't drop that bar. Cause yeah. you know, that's, you're going to get there. So Microsoft right. and Macy's and the companies that are going to come in and support the work you're doing is going to be the end result of filling up, you know, the necessity of resources that you need to keep moving the mission into bigger, 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 exactly. bigger. Absolutely. And spreading our message yes. because we learned that Microsoft actually this is one of the you know they they believe in intergenerational teams and staff um, so we're also looking at companies that believe in what we're doing you know we want a partnership with a Dove and all of these companies that understand and or if they don't and they see now what's happening with women over forty and fifteen how powerful we are and when I say powerful I literally mean purchasing power. We are the decision makers, which I think we all can agree we knew, right? We are a $15 trillion, and this is women over 50. We are a $15 trillion purchasing authority. And you're going to leave us behind and you're going to throw us out? Are you well, kidding or me? Just Not wait only do until- you have brains, but you also have money and purchasing for the family. Right. Or wait until an article comes out that is going, a company is going to fall into the category of not actually really looking at the, their diversity as a whole. Right. And the moment that that happens, they're going to lose all of their branding and reputation right. and who they are as a community builder. So I think that, you know, I think that the time is now right. for, mm-hmm. you know, everybody to really start to embrace this. And so one question I have for you guys, which has just come up when I say this is, have you thought about developing a, a training component to go into companies to provide training. They're both smiling. So I'm going to assume that's a yes. So even if you can't talk about it, I'm just going to be, I'm going to get all fluttered inside and happy by that because you know, this group of Taverly's tribe that I've built does uh, is addressing a lot of different areas of women, of uh, female experts in any niches and industries. Mm-hmm. And we get asked from companies all the time for what can you bring internally? Who do you know that can come internally into our business and address A, B, C, D? And so I feel like that would be so good. We completely agree. And that's a part of one of the market segments when we did, again, we're like you, we're, we're business people. So we did create uh, our business plan and the market segment for corporate is one day um, to tap into that, not only become a speaker, at some of their events and programs to bring awareness to the ism of age, uh, but also, yes, incorporate something that gives them a solution. Yes, a solution. Right? right. That gives right. them... Or training. Yeah. Or and just we even, haven't worked that through. It's just... Yeah, it's, it's just there. Our, it's still there. It's there. Yeah. We have 
and interesting enough, so I will be frank with you and your audience. Yes, this is a company. Um, we have incorporated seven, seven different revenue streams because yes, we are business people. The thing is, first and foremost, are the women that we're serving. And that will never leave this this passion and this this thing that we're creating. But this is a company for us as well because this is our passion. Um, it is also our, our, our company, right? So we have a membership um, that will be actually hopefully launching a beta version because we want to provide for our women that are joining this collective. Um, we want to provide them first the training. The, we want to provide workshops and classes and courses that are taught much like you, and you'll probably be a part of this. Yay. They're taught by experts. Yeah. We want to provide a forum for those to have a safe space online and offline nationally. Cause, because now actually our, our Facebook group is about 20%, 25% national now, which is really exciting. And then five women from around the world, mm-hmm. which is even more exciting. But we do, we want to, we, we, um, we'll be doing more workshops and events and programs. Um, we'll have product. We want to do, I'm a big planner. Uh, literally I have a planner that I work from. <laughs> I'm a tech girl. And I'm also a writer. I'm so also we'll be a writer. Doing, are you? Yes. yes. I all my calendars at the beginning of every week are written out with multicolors and maybe some hearts <laughs> oh God, and some you. stars. Right. I'm feeling like the oddball. It's, it's, it's on my wall in front of me and it's pretty and I I, I doodle on it. <laughs> and um, and yes, I have a calendar of, on my phone that is totally yes. sick, but I still have something really pretty and girly in front right? of me. Yes. Exactly. Yep. Yep. exactly. <laughs> we're going to come out with Sorry, something. Lupe, like, we're we're going to jump in on the bandwagon. Baby steps here, yeah. ladies. She's, I know. Baby she steps. went out and bought a, cam- uh, um, a calendar I wanted to throw a party. Basic one. Like a paper calendar. Yes. Does it have? Here's the big question, though. Have you put glitter on it yet? No. That's a no. So I'm that not girl a will planner. not be putting glitter on I'm it. I'm definitely the. T- I'm more, uh, you know, with uh, the online calendars, but I'm slowly seeing the opportunity to have. It's just both. to be creative. It's just the creative. I think that there's just a flare that you put in there. Right. Um, it's the flare. Listen, Barbara, you have a lot of flare, my oh, friend. Girl, you have a lot of flare. Mm. Um, and so you guys, this is then this is one thing I love about both of you is look at the the two different parts of you know roles that you fill. You guys are are really good complement to each other. <laughs> We're so blessed. Yeah, we say absolutely. that for, when I'm feeling down because there are times where um, I'm the one that's living with uh, depression. So there are times before, honestly, I found this to be my thing and my purpose. There are times where I get so low that. I just want to cry it out, but I don't want anybody to know. And recently I came out, so to speak, with my depression. It was after a bad bout where um, some really deep, dark feelings were coming across. And while I would never, ever, ever commit suicide, I knew in that instance in January this year, I knew what it felt like to feel those feelings where you just go so dark that you want to leave. But you don't because you recognize that that's the, that's who wants to be, who want really, you want to, because you're having a bad day or you're going through deep, dark, you want to leave this earth. Unfortunately, it does happen, right? It does. And you recognized it. And and I decided that I would reach out because oftentimes I would just go dark and literally no one would hear from me. And Mm. I would come up with an excuse to not attend an event. I would say I'm sick or I've got another event or whatever and just not do it. 
So the beauty of what we have is now I know without judgment that Lupe is going to be there for me as well as my mom. Come on. My mom and I are like the <laughs> yeah. best. We're, yeah. we're like best buds. But I also don't want to worry her when I go that dark. Yeah. You know, who wants yeah. to worry their 83-year-old mother? Right. So, so that's the beauty of what we do for each other is that when I go dark, when, when, I, go, when I go low, she goes high. Yeah. <laughs> Michelle it Obama. That's, 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 a total, that's a total partnership right Absolutely. there. That's the definition of the partnership. Okay, so let's tell the audience about the Biz Life Con that's coming up on November 1st, and this is 2019. I know there will be events in 2020, so whenever you're listening mm-hmm. to this, if November 1st has already passed, sorry, um, but we are going to tell you where you can go and find out all of the details about Second Act Women and find the next event because it is going to happen again. But let's hear yes. about the one yes. that's coming up. So November 1st, Microsoft Denver headquarters, um, we have lined up an amazing experience. So um, very similar to our spring conference, this one will actually focus on self-care. So we are all about taking care of you as a woman, as a businesswoman, as you know, a, just a person who is wanting to start a new chapter in their life. And so our themes that will be running through the conference are three tracks. We will have a career and business track, a health and wellness track, and then a relationships track. And so we have secured experts in all three of those tracks to present a series of different workshops and interactive discussions. We'll have um, also amazing entertainment throughout the course of the day. So everything from like meditation and comedy with Debbie Shear to Hey Girls and Ladies all day memos or I mean morning mimosas. I mean, it's- And then wine. And then wine all day. So wait, I have to ask one really important question. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> will there be a donut wall again? Ah, uh, yes. yes. Because there will. can I just tell you that I I posted I that, that was video. A highlight. Yeah. I put that video on all my social media oh, because you guys know I'm a, I'm a foodie, right? So I yeah. lift a lot, so I'm always hungry. And when I walk into an event and there's literally it was a wall of donuts <laughs> with all these like dips and toppings, and yes. I wanted the caramel to be warm. And I like I took the donut and I made it like a piece of art, and then I looked up and there's like 50 more donuts hanging on the wall. And I think I really feel like I, I that was literally my introduction to the event was like heaven. For me. So just so it. you guys know, you had me at the donut wall. Uh, we do we'll have it. So we, and we will because that's a part of, thanks to you and others, that is a part of the thing and the mimosas. And the mimosas. And the drinky throughout the day. Yes. And that's the beautiful thing about it. We're like, we can have a little fun and still learn and be yeah. and create community and still have a good time. Like you don't have, we want to be everything unconventionally, the typical convention or conferences. And so it's an opportunity to really kind of come out, meet some new amazing women, learn in the process, have some fun, and spend a day learning about yourself. So tell people where they can go to find out how to register and get involved. And and are you still accepting sponsors, by the way? Uh, absolutely. Uh, yes. Okay. And the beautiful I was thing say, about I don't imagine ever not accepting they, a sponsor. Yeah. Oh, no. Okay. We'll never not accept <laughs> a sponsor. Come on, girl. So let's start with an email address. If a sponsor is interested in learning more, how do they get in touch with you? Well, they can reach either Barbara or, or myself. They can reach me at lupe at bloomcopresents.com or barbara at bloomcopresents.com. For tickets, they can go to our website at secondactwomen.com. And um, and yeah, no, I mean, and we, we would love to see you there. Honestly, it's... Um, not, it's a humble brag to say we've created something that truly is amazing and one of a kind and heartfelt, completely created from from scratch to by women over all forty. The way done. And so I for women over forty. And 50. I'd like to throw. I'm going to throw out an offer here for our grit and grace listeners, yes. and that is that 
any of our Grit and Grace listeners that want to attend, reach out to me and let me know that you've bought a ticket. And then I'm going to donate a ticket um, to a general fund that we can have uh, women oh draw gosh. from that can't maybe can't afford a ticket. So the Grit and Grace that. is going to donate a ticket for every Grit and Grace listener that purchases a ticket. Oh, so we will, yeah. Oh, my oh. gosh. That is so I think that that's I just think it's so important for women to be there. And I know that there's a lot of new entrepreneurs out there that, you know, yeah. buying tickets for events is hard as a whole. Yes. And so because oh. I know it's important to support you. I would like to take that initiative. So if you're listening and you decide to attend, make sure you let me know and I will purchase a ticket and randomly give it away with, so you will not know who received the generous oh. ticket, you know, that we're going to offer. Um, but just know that, you know, you're going to do something good I for love those listening. That. You are so awesome. Can, can I also mention, by the way, that we're also going to have second act women after dark. <gasps> so at That's the Hyatt, we're going to do fires. We're going to put on I our PJs. It. After dark. Yes. <laughs> and for those that are staying, we have about eight women that are flying in from around the U.S. Wow. Because they saw the excitement and videos, you know, from the last. So we are going to be at the Hyatt DTC that night. And they have given us a really great rate. And so we decided we're going to rent. We're going to have the second act women's suite. And we're going to do s'mores. I can never say that word. S'mores. 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 <laughs> um, and hot toddies. And we're going to have some serious, wonderful, fun talking. That's Late amazing. Late night talking. That's amazing. And we do have an announcement about 2020. <gasps> okay, so let's hear it. We're going to talk about 2020. Drum so, roll, and, I, and by the way, Drum I'm going to put those email addresses in the website in the show notes, and I will also Perfect. include in the show notes this offer. So Grit and Grace listeners know how to let me know that they've purchased a ticket because they listen to the show, because they need to let me know in order for me to donate Absolutely. the ticket. Absolutely. Yeah, so. you got it. Well, so let's hear 2020. What's coming? <laughs> so we are. So Biz Life Con will always be here in Denver twice a year. This will be the headquarters, and then we go to um, two things, two exciting things. We will be going to Seattle, Chicago, and Dallas next year. Oh my! Yes, gosh, of course yay. we'll be talking to you. Yes. Um, by the way, we didn't mention you're going to be at BizLifeCon. Oh, yeah, we didn't mention that. We're gonna, yeah, I'm going to be there on site, yeah. And we're going to be recording some podcasts on yes. site. So if you guys are listening and you've already bought your ticket, you need to come and see us at Grit yes. Grace because we're going to have all kinds of extra little goodies. I might just hoard the donuts, and if you're really nice, I might give you a spare. <laughs> I'm just saying. We'll buy a special bag. We'll buy a special <laughs> bag. <laughs> we, um, we submitted back, and so two things. When you say yes and push play to doing whatever it is you want to do, and it's out there, and I know you two will appreciate this, and it's out there and you're manifesting things that happen, it will happen. So not only did this event of BizLifeCon come about that we push play and this we started this new movement. On top of that, last year when I sat at Denver, Denver Startup Week, um, I said, we are going to be at Denver Startup Week one year. And sure enough, it happened, and we became a popular trap track for them, right? Then we also we also submitted, Lupe and I said, you know what? Let's go for it. Let's submit to something even bigger that's global. And we just learned last Tuesday that we got, we got into, into South, South by Southwest. Southwest. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Yes. Congratulations. Thank you. Oh. It is a if you don't know what South by Southwest, it's it started out as a oh my as, gosh. it's basically the Sundance Film Festival to the arts and entertainment, uh, culture, tech world. It is a big global event, yeah. and we just learned that we are officially going to host a meetup at South by Southwest. Oh my gosh, that is amazing. When is that? March 12th through the 20th. We'll find out what date Mm. ours is, and we hope to take all you beautiful ladies down there with us. That would be amazing. what 40 and 50 looks like today. Yeah. This is it. 
we don't all need walk-in tubs and diapers yeah. Yeah. and high-waisted pants. And yeah, high-waisted exactly. Pants. And I'm just saying that all of us have on fabulous pants today. Mine have like <laughs> big rips down the middle. We all have you on have heels. Fa- I want I those jeans, to, I girl. Mean, oh, yes. I, I, you are looking good. Saucy. I wear, so you, you wear, we're all looking saucy today. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, you guys are crushing it. I'm right back at you. I'm so excited. (laughs) Thank you um, to have you guys on the show and to share this message. And for those of you that are listening, even if you are under 40 and 50, I guarantee you one day you're going to be over 40 and 50. And you may need to learn now the tools to handle this when it comes forward. Or guess what? We have families and friends who we know are going to be facing challenges as they age in the workplace or in the entrepreneurial space or in their relationships that might change. And this is the place that you can come to get the answers, mm. the solutions, support, and community. So thank you for what you guys are doing. It's oh. it's truly amazing. Thank Our you. pleasure. And thank one you. last shout out, if I may. Yes. I'd love to have as many listeners that are interested, join us on Facebook. Yes. We are yes. building an amazing you know community where of just women that want to support other women. So regardless of if you're starting up, you're in corporate America and are looking to move, or you're just looking to connect with other awesome women, join us. Um, it's at Second Act Women, and uh, we'd love to have you. We'll put the link in the show notes Fabulous. so people can thank go directly you. to it. So thank you guys again for joining thank us. Thank you, Tarverly. We appreciate it. Oh, it's, it's wonderful. It's been a and, blessing. So and you know, I'm going to ask you guys a question, which I ask a lot of my guests, and sometimes I happen to forget lately just because I get so excited <laughs> about what we're talking about. But on this show, I like to ask what your percentage is of grit and grace. And so, like, for me today, I'm probably I'm probably sitting 50-50, 50% grit, 50% mm-hmm. grace. And some days, especially as entrepreneurs, I tend to weigh high on the grit side. But my goal is to have a good, healthy balance of grit and grace. So I'd like to hear, let's start with Lupe, because she's smiling. Um, I am definitely in the grace space today. Oh, I love it. <laughs> um, I, I definitely have been kind of going through my ebbs and flows of my own emotional ups and downs. And today was one day where I woke up and I was like, you know what? Let's go work out. Let's sweat mm. this out. Whatever you're feeling, it today is a new day. And so I had to have special grace with myself to kind of just get out of bed and kind of do my thing. Um, but by the same token, grit popped up on the Stairmaster. And so mm. <laughs> <I> <laughs> 20 minutes that. in, I'm like, we're going to up it up a couple levels. So, um, so yeah. So I would say I'm, I'm primarily about maybe like 80% grace today, 20% oh, grit. That's beautiful, Love Barbara. That. <laughs> I would say if this were yesterday, I was 80% grit. Because <laughs> we all have those days. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. It was, it was, a, it was a very busy, um, yeah, there was a lot of grit happening yesterday in a good way, in a good way. Um, today, I am full of grace um, as well. And I wrote, so I always do affirmations also in my planner. Uh, <laughs> and... I was excited to be here and, and share our story. And I just feel, uh, I feel full of grace and, and gratitude. And even though it means the same thing, thankfulness and blessings. And I'm so thrilled, frankly, that you gracefully entered my life. Mm. Things happen for a reason. People enter your life for a reason. And I'm so thrilled that we met in that kitchen during Rise's grand opening. Mm. I saw you on stage and oddly enough, you were a person I wanted to meet. And it's funny that five months later I met you and here I am now on your show and then you're <laughs> going to take part yes. in our event. Oh, so isn't that amazing? I am full of grace mm. and gratitude. 
Mm. Me too. That's how we're going to so thank end. you. Thank you. That's how we're going to end the show. I, I feel that I receive it so much. Thank you. And I'm grateful for all of you that listen, that give us an hour of your time to join us on this journey as we bring you women who are really doing unique, creative, impactful work in the community. And Barbara and Lupe are, you know, two individuals that if you don't know, you're going to know now. And I'm sure that down the road in the future, you're going to be involved in some way or another. So thank you guys again for joining the show. And we will be back again soon. We hope you enjoyed the show. Hi, my name is Les Conley, and as producer of this show, I enjoy listening right along with you. Don't forget to download the Himalaya app and follow Grit and Grace so that we can keep you up to date on all the exciting shows coming your way. Please check the show notes for links to our guests and feel free to contact us for more information. Taver Lee is a social impact entrepreneur, and she can be found at taverlee.com. That's T-A-H-V-E-R-L-E-E.com. And if you're interested in audio, video production, and post-production, you can find me at healantmedia.com. We know your time is extremely valuable, and we appreciate you spending your time with us. Thank you.